are you staring at the game right now? Man, because I'm, I'm looking at this uh, this ass whooping that Milwaukee is putting on Miami. Like, God damn. You know, I, I have some hope. It's like for them, I mean. I, I had, I mean, it really does, uh, especially what they did last year. I was like, damn, you know. We're getting uh, the we're seeing the Milwaukee team that we were supposed to see uh, last season. I mean, it is what it is. The team <laughs> is Terry Blay, so let it be <sighs> Terry Blay. God damn, it is just like, is it even worth finishing the rest of this shit? Like, I'm ready for the Lakers game. Like <laughs> <laughs> that series is is way uh, way more entertaining than uh, than this shit. You know, I'm like my. God. Hey, that's life. It is. But anyways, welcome to another dope episode of Late Night with Nate and Adrian. I'm your boy, Nate. And I'm Adrian. What's good? What's What's goody good? going on? No sleep crew. How y'all doing out there? What's going on, A-Boogie? Hey, listen, I'm I'm out here dressed like I'm ready to go in for the game. You know what I mean? I got my warm-up gear on since... You know, he ain't doing shit, so I might as well sit out there just like uh, with Victor Aladipo and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, it is just sad. I'm like, God damn, you know, and then they about to, they, they going to get swept. Like, it is just, at this point, it's just like, hey, you know, show up. Have get that broom ready. But at what rate, point, you know? yeah, at what point do you just be like, let me just get this check. And That's pretty much what game four is uh, Pass these balls around. Like, literally. <laughs> let me pass these balls around. I'm, I'm sitting on the bench like, let me go ahead and make plans. I'm booking uh, my vacation. I'm like, we ain't going to win. Like, it is what it is. You know, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to try. I'm going to put up, you know, like 20. You know, just saying like, all right, this nigga ain't really trying. I'm, I'm going to do my thing. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. You know, that's just what it is. Just give up. Get that check. Make sure it clears. Text while you're sitting on the bench and keep it going. Like, get some <laughs> tweets in. Like, guys, I'm still good. I'm still active. We still on for tonight for dinner. God God damn, here. we suck. <laughs> I'll be like, shit. Like, nigga, did we, are we even trying? I'm just, I'm just really looking at it. And I'm just like, damn, Milwaukee is just literally that much better. It's, every game has been like twenty point blowout. About time, oh, though. About time, though. Let's just say about time. Uh, this is what we thought they were, right? This is what we thought they were. <laughs> they are this is... who we thought they were. Right. That had to be still one of the the best post-game uh, press conferences ever. I was like, damn. R.I.P. Did he pass? Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. But, yeah, that shit was, uh, that shit was epic. Yeah, make sure y'all hit that uh, like, subscribe button on all podcast platforms we yes, appreciate y'all for checking in you know still staying on this uh playoffs topic you know they threw some popcorn on your boy as he was leaving yes. uh, russell westbrook got so he first of all it took like five strong niggas to apprehend oh, and yeah. hold him down and you know what i'm not mad Russell, because he's like, guys, I'm I'm tired of this shit. And then Trey Young supposedly got spit it on, spat on, excuse me, spit it. Look yeah, at me, nah. spat on. And I, you know, they zoomed in the shoulder spit because some girl, <laughs> some girl jumped and reacted Disgusting. off some wet spot, uh, wet stuff. Disgusting. And and Trey Young did not 
he he decided not to press any charges. And I saw uh, Shaq was like, show their faces. Uh-uh. Out of respect of the players, show their faces. I know they banned indefinitely, but show their they faces. If we, if we would have did that, it would have been an issue. Which is true. So It would have been. Um, yeah. I wholeheartedly uh, agree. Like, show their faces. Um, also, beat their ass. Um, <laughs> like you said, I was like, damn, Russ is strong as fuck. I was like, shit. I'm like, these, they weren't like no, like, small ass dudes either. Like, these were some big ass niggas, like, holding this nigga back. And um, I remember the malice in the palace. Um, I am from Michigan. I was watching the game. Uh, I was actually supposed to go to that game, um, but I ended up not, and I'm mad that I didn't. Um, but I watched it, and I was like, these niggas is really in the stands whooping ass. And I felt like um, Russ would have been, uh, I'd have been okay with it. I'll just let him go. Let him go. Square up. I'm like, yeah. you want to throw popcorn? Throw it now with me in your face. Like, Russell, you know, yeah. Russell looked like he was practicing for the gridiron. Like this was, he was, he was picking. He looked like he could pick up some boulders. Like the strongest man uh, competition. The way that he decided. Like I, to me, I feel like if Russell wanted to really fight through those ten niggas that was holding him down, he definitely like could. <laughs> it was a whole heap of niggas. Okay. Man, it was like they had the whole goddamn SWAT team out there. I was like, damn, they really holding this nigga back. I'm like, and, and I, yeah, I saw a few people remove their masks and it was like, <laughs> yo, and did you see the people? They snitched on his ass so fast. They was, my man, they was pointing with a quickness. Like, <laughs> they look they like a third like, grader, real quick, about to get their <laughs> snacks removed. Oh, okay. man. But, yeah, they um they ended up removing uh removing homie. They took his uh, season tickets away. Um, As he should. Which, no, I'm, I'm okay with, with that. But uh, it's got to be more of a penalty than that. Because, I mean, you're still watching the games at home. You're still going to talk your shit. Um, so, I mean, it's got to be – it's got to be something. And you know what's crazy? They keep trying, Russ. They, they, they keep trying, Russ. It seems like every season in the playoff – or was like Utah. They just keep trying them. So I feel like, you know, commissioner, he just be like, okay, you got one, Russ. You get one pass. Just whoop a fan's ass. Whoop one fan's ass, you know, and, and we good. Make an example out of them. Just make, you got to start making an example out of people. He's going to go Gilbert Arenas on, on somebody one day and, <laughs> and pull up with a gat. <laughs> He's going to be like, say something one more time. Say something one more again. I wish you would. Okay. Wiki. <laughs> Real quick. Oh, he's like, yo, I stay with the burner. <laughs> I really want to figure out, like, how many, uh, like, slang terms are there for guns? It's like Blicky, Burner, Glock, uh, what else, niggas, the Chopper. Gat. Yup, Gat. I was like, niggas be calling guns, like. <laughs> hey, man, you have to be clever, because they're always being watched and, and. On the especially gang member members, they they on the phone like, "Hey, bring the tui," and <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, since we're talking about gang culture, you know, what I've been watching, I've been watching The Wire. I've been going back and I'm like rewatching. I'm on season two, and I'm like, everybody always talks about like how good The Wire is, and I'm like, you're right, it is a great fucking show. But the first time I watched it, now rewatch, I missed a lot of shit, and I'm just like, oh, I'm like, this shit really is 
some dope ass shit. Like, hey, yo, we don't talk business in the car. You know, we don't talk about nothing. And I'm like, yo, this is, this is some, I, I couldn't be a gangster. Cause you know, I, I talk too much. I'll be like, hey nigga, I was like, about to say, some snacks. Like, yo, when we go into McDonald's, I'm, I'm definitely gonna be talking. Like, I'm gonna be like, hey man, you know. You I know what, I will, yeah, I will say, I didn't really pay attention enough on the wire because I was too busy, you know, Googling I and all, over all the fine people. It was some fine men <laughs> in that damn show. Was, I was like, um, Idris Elba yeah, was in there. Um, the light skin, you're right. Listen, I don't Man know. Yeah, it, it was it was fine. It was a slew of fine men. Okay, definitely the eye candy for the ladies. Definitely none for the men. Uh, I mean, what you would expect? It was definitely didn't do it. Gun, drugs, and <laughs> murder. Okay, and bodies dropping. <laughs> It was a whole lot of killing <laughs> on the wire. I'll be like, shit. And you know, it really makes you wonder, like, okay, and you hear the stories about Baltimore, so it's like, yeah, I just, I have no desire. <laughs> no offense to anyone out there from Baltimore, but I was like, I have no desire <laughs> to, to visit. I speaking of, I, yeah, I, speaking I, of killers, we got a killer ass guest on we tonight. Do. <laughs> Man. This dude be out here ripping the stages. I'm talking about four or five shows a night. You are murdering a brother out here. Definitely get sick. It's about to bring in a very, very funny dude. You can catch him all over. Let's give it up for Miss Brown. Yay! Hi, Adrian. Hi, Dave. Hey. Thank hey. you so much for having me here. Thank you. Of course. We appreciate you for being here. What is going on, man? You know, I have just been having the time of my life performing. Honestly, I have been so, so, so busy this month. I have Humble brag. I had three shows at Zany's. I had four shows at Comedy Bar this month. I absolutely love getting in front of these club audiences because everyone's so excited to be out of the house. And yeah, everyone's just so just thrilled to be able to, you know, get here from Milwaukee because they're vaccinated and they get to just enjoy <laughs> life again, you know? They get to leave the cheese and go towards the culture. <laughs> so how are the how the crowds been since you're being back out? Well, um, if it's a 7.30 show, they're going to be old. Just handle that. Just like be mm. ready to emotionally <laughs> prepare. Um, you're going to see a lot of C-section scars and just like a lot of bitterness. Stop it's, it. It's, um, listen, th listen, they want to laugh, but they aren't always aware. And you just got to bring them with you on a journey of joy. You truly Come on. Do. Come on. You because can laugh. Because they haven't been happy in a so long these time. These are jokes. They haven't been happy in a long time. They need it's short true. jokes to jolt them awake and really keep the show going from there. The makeup helps, the jackets help, and I really, really, really love hosting because I get to do time between everybody and just make it feel like a house party. I Isn't it like the like favorite? Them yeah. Oh, man. Hosting is so fun. People don't give enough credit to hosts because mm -hmm. it's such a thankless job. You literally have to... You you literally have to set everyone up as well as make sure you get your time in mm -hmm. and just just establish the crowd and get them all warmed up and hyped. It's, You're responsible yeah. for the energy of the room. Yeah. Yep. You are the one consistent thing about that evening. Yeah. You're the only That's thing. True. Yeah. 
And uh, a lot of people that I have been very blessed to work with as far as staff and managers, um, you know, throughout, you know, the city and throughout the Midwest and the South, a lot of the smartest ones always feel like the hosts have to be almost as strong, if not as strong as the headliner, because the two of you are the show. And Mm. in New York, in the 70s, in the early 80s, you had to headline before you could host. Ooh. Now you want here dropping knowledge. For the you should read a book. Here. It helps. There are so many people. Like <laughs> honestly, nobody ever reads books. Comedians write, and it's so silly because everything you need to know is out there. This is true. I mean, everything. Do your googles. You know, yeah. You need to oh, totally. do some googles. You got just. I'm not even gonna google it. You gotta tell me, man. Maybe get these jackets at. You know, Where do I get uh, these jackets at? If I told spot. you that, then you try and pull this off, and we both know that would never happen. I mean, I gotta get a bigger size. You know, I can't uh, squeeze in that one. But um, I mean, there might be other issues, honey. It's it's very fresh prince esque. You know, I'm like when you know Will had the jacket. Uh, in the I school, mean, you know? Will Smith wishes his wife's in entanglements. I keep him in. <laughs> I don't have Will Smith problems. Ooh, <laughs> who, who who wants Will Smith problems? That that's probably why he gained all that damn weight because his right? wife was in an entanglement. And let me tell you, I love problems. a divorced dad. I love a divorced dad. I can, I've been down with that sickness before, but like, honey, you're Ooh. Will Smith. You've been nominated for three Oscars. <laughs> Get a personal trainer just to sit on your couch. Like, honey, do better. Oh, man. You know, he about to lose that weight in like two weeks. Yeah, he's gotten, a, he's gotten a personal trainer. He's I saw 50. Him. He ain't losing nothing in two weeks but his wife. Mm. <laughs> to another another singer, okay. To a twenty-seven-year-old singer, R- real Why quick. The, not compete with the shots out the gate early. You know, we like to um, ask uh, everybody that comes on. You know, because this is a late night, late night podcast. What's your late night routine, man? What gets you in the mood? Are you a drinker? Are you a smoker? What What you be doing, man? Well, I've been high for the past six years. And it's really just been um, a a beautiful, beautiful thing for me. Um, I don't really like to drink too much anymore. Like, I don't know. I kind of think I, like, started young, wrote it hard, and finished early. I mean, that's real. Because, like, honey, like, when I tell you I drank, I drank. Like yeah, I, I went I in on that. it. Like what? I was drinking beef eater, beef eater martinis, like uh, the fucking lead on Mad Men. I just what age? What age did you start drinking? Would you what? What age did you start drinking? Um, I had my first cigarette at eleven, and my first drink at about fifteen, sixteen, fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So I've just been at this for a minute. You was, and, you was out uh, here. You can't keep it up forever. You was out here working doubles and shit. Smoking six out of Captain Morgan makes me eat pussy. It is the strangest thing. <laughs> oh, Wait, what? Tequila makes her clothes fall off. So I got to ask you, what is the brand of squares for an 11-year-old? Is it, are you a Marlboro man? Uh, cool. Call me Huggy Bear. I am Snoop Dogg. Like, seriously, I love a cool blue 100, and the day that Joe Biden gets rid of menthols is the day I quit smoking, and I sound like this again. All you gotta do is just go to Indiana, stock up right now for the low, just get you, you know, a nice little supply, start selling Lucy's, you're gonna make your bread, and just keep you a couple of them. Nate, my sophomore year English teacher texted me and said, go buy a carton and put them in the freezer. 
Okay, these are my positive influences. These are my role models. Get out of here. Dead ass serious. I am from the country. <laughs> oh my God. Oh shit. I don't think I ever want to keep in contact with any of my teachers. <laughs> I had a good time. I had a fucking blast. <laughs> I had a good time. I had a good time in high school for sure. I don't know if I would actually be like, hey, yo, look, keep in contact, nigga. We, we did such a good No. <laughs> uh, my, the, my closest friends have been my friends since I was 13 and 14 and 15. Oh, nice. I still keep in contact with my second voice teacher, the one who's still alive. Um, I still keep in contact with a few teachers from high school. When they come to Chicago on conferences, I meet them. I really kind of, I pride myself on like kind of keeping around the connections in my life because it shows that you stay consistent. I agree. gotten fake on it. That's what's up. Yeah, I respect respect people that actually sit and really... Uh, hone in their relationships and 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 not be so fickle because everybody's so quick to just be like, "All right, girl, bye," and mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and start a new life with somebody else. You oh, know what I'm saying? I mean, but these are also your high school teachers. You're supposed to go on and leave them. I mean, nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You have that type of relationship. That's cool. But for me, if I see you in the grocery store, you know, it's like, "What's up?" Yeah, high school was fun. Okay, Natasha Bedingfield. Okay, we get it. <laughs> As we go on, we remember. <laughs> I'm like, so you still. I don't know. I just think English? it's a little different because, like, I grew up in like the middle of nowhere, Illinois, wearing okay. this much makeup and dressing insane and like not trying to reduce my personality or butch it up because I don't know how. So, like, the few people that got me. It, honey, it just ain't the same thing. You were yeah. supposed to move on. Yep. There were maybe three people who treated me like a human being, and I have to honor that respect that they gave me. Of course. But, yeah, I was going to say, those relationships there, you hold on to. The yeah. fact that, especially when you were that young, trying to really figure out yourself, and you decided, like, yo, this is who I am. And mm-hmm. people actually sat into it and leaned into it even more and was accepting like of course you're gonna hold on to those relationships of, of course. course of yes. course oh, yeah just imagine if you'd gone bald at 14. the first person who didn't make fun of you you would still be best homies with mm. and it was crazy about that it was actually like two niggas uh in high school that word bald. I was like yo it's like a grown-ass man on the football team with us I'm like why is this nigga bald And then you went to college and your hairline went away with your GPA. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I didn't sevens everywhere you look. Until the age of twenty eight. I was like, Thank you, Jesus. At least I had some good years of the hair. Twenty eight is not a bad age to start. Well, you lost it all at twenty eight, or you were so I still have hair, you know, like but this region all back here, super thickness, you know, then as we start going to the front of the dome, the frontal lobe here, Past this one starts to get a little fuzzy, a little patchy right here. So, you know, if I were to, let's say, not uh, shave regularly, I would probably look like George Jefferson. Gotcha. The set kind of going who, when they make a movie about his life, I'm the only one who's qualified to play Sherman mm-hmm. Helmsley. 
<laughs> Factual. I, yeah, I can definitely give you that one. By the time I'm 40 years old, I'm going to look exactly like George Jefferson, who also happens to be my favorite president. And you got the jacket, you got the jackets too. So you know, George with the sharp ass dresser. Oh, there. Actually, that was like one of my uh, favorite fucking shows. And like, I used to get in trouble all the time because I would call white people honkies as um, kids. And my mom would literally be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I've been in grocery store. Like, what's up, honky? You know, and she would be like, no more Jeffersons for you. You can't watch any more Jeffersons. And I was like, yeah, George Jefferson's that nigga. Truly <laughs> was. Truly was. The first, he was the first militant yellow man on television that they let live. Rest Hell in peace, yeah. Malcolm X. Seriously. He no, he was. About white people? I was like, this brother is strong. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. Man. And uh, his wife was dark skinned, a true original. Weezy motherfucking original. Let let's just be honest. Like really those easy. that show broke barriers. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. and did a lot of good for the black community. A lot of bad too. No, a lot of no. I'm just kidding. A lot of good. <laughs> and they have wasn't that like the um the first interracial couple. Um, the yeah. Uh, upstairs, Tom and whatever her name was, Lenny Kravitz's mom. Yeah, Rocky uh, Roker. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Roxy Rose. Okay, I see you. Knowing names and knowing. shit. Matt I got, Listen, not having friends till you're 14 gives you a lot of time to spend on Wikipedia. <laughs> All this bullying shit has an upside. These white people are just telling you a sob story. Don't listen to everybody. <laughs> hey, nah. I, I don't be listening to their tears, man. Fuck your tears. I know, right? Ooh, ooh. Your mama saw you sucking a dick when you were 16. Big deal. She still paid for your college. Go cry on someone else's shoulder. I'm busy. Right. Sally man ain't contacting you. Calm exactly. down. Hey, man. They don't contact you either if you put them on the block list. Okay? Like, I have nothing to say to, like, the new young gay kids, even the young black ones anymore, because it's like, you had no problems. What's the issue? Where, where were you crying for five years? You know? Because like, people are so accepting. You have nothing to bitch about as far as racism's concerned because they probably like have direct memories of their family having to leave places and shit. Like they think we don't know shit. I think they don't know shit. We all just bitter because we ever went through anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think that's a uh, a good time to uh, pay some bills. We're about to uh, get into this good old ad here. Play that thing. Man, I got some rum uh, from the islands, and it is very good. From the islands? You don't remember which ones, but they're from the islands. Yeah. This um, guy. The the Turks and Caicos Island. I was on the Caicos sides of the island, Matt. You know, after you've gone there um, more than one time, you know, you can refer to it as the Caicos side. As I was Uh telling Adrian, um, you know. Oh, Lord. About my. You ever read that children's book, If You Give a Nigga a Passport? <laughs> no, just me. Hey, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this back. You should be saying that to Adrian, okay? He <laughs> is where in the fucking world is Carmen San Diego? Every time I look up, at least I can count on my hand how many times Adrian has done the podcast in another country and or city. Yeah, we not about we not about Once. to do that. We not about to do that. 
once. Uh, Nate, hilarious. If you looked like that, would you stay in one place or would you Ooh. go where other people? <laughs> oh, sick. You're right. I will be out getting stamps, uh, passporting it up. You're absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh, I always love this guy. I love you. Summering it up. I love it. Oh man. It's crazy, uh, you know. I mean, even looking at how I look, Matt, I deserve vacations. You know what you mean? Just the way yeah, Adrian you can looks, go to right? Monticello, Indiana, whenever you want. Uh, <laughs> wait, what'd you say? <laughs> Wait, what happened? You can go to Monticello, Indiana, whenever you oh. want, want, want. Come on, Matt. Don't, don't, you know, diminish my life to just Indiana. You know, at least, at least give me Minnesota. I can Bring go, me go back a pack house. of Newports and don't complain. At least, at least let me go to Minnesota. I can go to Paisley Park, you know. Okay, cool. fine. I'll let you go somewhere cold with a lot of no. blonde white people who will cross the street. I'll give, give you something to entertain yourself with. Give me Minnesota, not Indiana, butt crack of the USA. <laughs> listen, ev listen, I wouldn't, li there are worse places to end up than Indiana. There's a couple good comedy mm. clubs. Like, you know, you could, you could find a little joy. Yeah. And a $400 <laughs> apartment. You'd figure it out. Oh yeah. What, what, uh, what has been like your best place to perform and your, the worst place to perform? Um, well, like my old home was like the original comedy bar location on Grand and LaSalle, which is yeah. now closed. Yeah. That was the first place I ever did stand up. I did like 35 shows in a month there once. Oh, wow. I like that's That was my home. That's where I learned how to do everything difficult that uh, I just, that, that was my home. That was yeah. my real training ground. And then I would say the worst place I've ever had to perform, um, I mean, you don't have to say the club, but no, just like... I, and I won't, but there was this really, like, just tiny, out of the way, not even a club, tiny little piss amp place, just little old bitty amp country place in a fucking uh, Hobart, Indiana. Oh, wow. I was 19 years old. I did well, but after my set, some... Ooh, <laughs> Um, after my set, this guy who had like this big, thick, blonde mustache came lumbering over to me like John Wayne. And he was like, I quite enjoyed your material about the homosexuality. Let me tell you, I've never run into a goddamn car some other So fast. Oh I have never God. been so prepared to leave anywhere. Because You're how do I know cool. that that's not Jeffrey Dahmer's like cousin? How do I not, you know? Who definitely a serial killer? I quite enjoyed your material about the homosexuality. The you way country people up. say it is so funny because all gay guys in the middle of nowhere either sound like that. Or they kind of sound like this and they always say that I can never get married because my mother's the most beautiful woman in the world. It's, <laughs> it's awful. <coughs> it's awful. Oh my God. That's every gay guy outside of a major city. Ugh. Hot and they're all my uncle. It's it's odd. It's odd. Oh my goodness. Well, let's get back to the show. Let's get this first topic brought up here in a second. I'm just waiting. Ooh, all right. <laughs> get this first topic brought up here. A-Rod launches a men's makeup line. So, of course, you know, niggas on uh, social medias was like, oh, you know, niggas don't wear makeup. 
you know, real men don't wear makeup. You know, that's how we always get into that uh, dumbass argument. But, you know, I feel like it's, it's a really a good-ass idea. Um, Aaron's going to make that bag, and if we want to get more into it, you know, he's pairing up with uh, the hymns. Um, I guess they do a lot of uh, men's lines, lotions, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. They're creating the blur stick, you know, as what they call it. Mm-hmm. You know, sleek, effective concealer, you know, to help men cover up their blemishes, razor bones. Because, you know, we get those things, too. You know, you know, fellas get blemishes, you know. This is always what I say when guys say niggas don't wear makeup, real men don't wear makeup. Listen, for about five years... P. Diddy and Wendy Williams had the same makeup artist. So men don't wear makeup. A good makeup artist can make it look like nothing. Like skin. Like a lot. And it'll be the same talented person. I always see, like, um, the men, this is funny because this is a late night show, the men on late night have the worst makeup artist in the world. Terrible. is wearing lipstick and bronzer and blush and, like, thick foundation and the facial hair is coming through and you can see all of it. Yeah. They look terrible. Conan, yeah, Conan looks pretty. That men looking better in front of a camera I mean, I just really am all about that. Yeah. Because there's no reason that um, these men who are going to be on TV every night have to look like hell to be in front of a camera. There's just no reason for it. They Like, uh, I, I heard Tom look. Segura on his podcast talk about how he hated the way they edited his Netflix special because yep. it looked like they were blush and lipstick. I, I remember listening <laughs> to, I remember hearing that and then watching his special and I was like, Oh yeah, it mm-hmm. does. It I watched Jerry Seinfeld special, and he had on as much blush as I do. I'm yeah. not making a joke. Dang. Yeah, I think I think it is both. First of all, Alex Rodriguez getting a makeup line. Duh, there should have been way more men yeah. jumping into this. First of all, way earlier too, because uh, yeah. there's a lot of I, you know, there's a lot of gay uh, makeup artists that do have like collabs, but not mm-hmm. a full blown line. Mm-hmm. And now that Patrick Patrick Star just released his line, and he's mm-hmm. like, men can wear makeup too. Don't get it twisted, boo boo. A lot of a lot of men wear makeup. A lot of your besties on TV be rocking makeup. Do not get it twisted, and like stop gender rising makeup okay put it putting um a gender on makeup men wear makeup as well okay exactly and and might i add probably better than a lot of women as well (laughs) don't get it twisted well i don't it kind of goes back some 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 of the gay guys sort of think like i'm fabulous i look great oh my god i can minute yeah and then well they all sound like that too um but stop um, if you're looking for a gay bar, do not go on Google Maps. Just follow the sound of mosquitoes. But um, hell no. Nah. So like, there's a lot of like overconfidence because men are men. But there's also a lot of men who have studied beautiful women their entire lives oh, yeah. with reverence and fascination, and that's yeah. sort of I think a little bit of where some of the really fine work comes from when they realize what hard work it is to truly look your best. Yeah, I love leaning towards the no makeup makeup look and I I know a lot of right. Yeah. And I know men that 
that I, I've seen men that can do it really well. And then mm-hmm. I've seen men that lean towards, oh, you're going to see this makeup. And where <laughs> I'm just like, oh, uh, uh, okay. The makeup you see on my website, when you go to MsBrownComedy.com, that landing page makeup, that's a soft boy beat. It doesn't look like barely anything. And I even left some redness and some pimple showing because I'm supposed to look young. So mm, like you, you don't want to make it perfect like this. There's different levels to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, I gotta say yeah. uh, this much. I wish this shit was around when I was like 13, 14 when I was going to high school with pimples and shit. I, you know, I would have been like, yo, yo, yo. I you mean, didn't was, need no pussy. It's fine. You could barely handle a Pizza Hut buffet and you wanted pussy. Man, it wasn't even, I was just like, man, I I was so self conscious. You know, I was on my mom's uh, makeup bag and get a little dark one. I'm like, yes, I'm covering up this pimple. You're not going to see this one, Vernita. You're not going to make fun of me. You know, and then some girl walks up to you like this, and she's like, What's that yellow shit on your forehead? You look nasty as hell. Get the (laughs) fuck out of my face. I had a pimple. (laughs) But yeah, I love, I was just going to say, I love that idea, just especially for uh, high schooler guys are just like, Yo, I got a huge zit. I know everybody's going to be gunning me. Yes, in the okay, kitchen. This is in the cafeteria. I'm gonna give to if there's like a 14 year old boy who's listening to this right now and who's like a, just a young black boy who's worried about his pimples. Like if little baby Nate is out here right now, there is a wonderful, wonderful brand out there called Black Opal that basically only makes colors for like my skin tone and deeper, and they just make these sticks. And it's yeah. just basically just paint it all, rub it in, you fine. See? Yeah, and it's a black, and it's 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 a black um, black owned company. Applic- yeah, black owned company and black applicators, like because it's it's black as well. So it's not like you can you're walking around with a pink lipstick case or whatever have no, you. It's no, black. It looks very the package. What's the name of the black company? And white, black and, opal. You know, it doesn't look. If you're worried about it looking feminine not a problem it would honestly look like a small deodorant yeah yeah well, exactly man. you could throw yeah, that i'll make sure i get that black no. opal but you know um keeping it let's keep this thing uh rolling on here but go ahead and put up that next thing here with the bad makeup every so often <clears throat> i feel like this shit keeps coming back up you know to it really cancel robert downey to not cancel robert downey uh, Junior for you know his role in Tropic Thunder, and I feel like at this point, um, it's just white people. It's just white people who are upset about this. I don't feel like it's any. And I, again, I, I want to speak for all black people because obviously I'm not gonna do that. But most of them, at least the ones that I hang out with, we all get it. We understand. It was a dude playing a dude. And they actually called out the fact that it was wrong. I'm the dude playing the dude, I'm playing the dude. <laughs> it's like they called it out. Every so often, Brandon T. Jackson was like, what do you mean, you people? Or, you know, he was always checking him. So it's like, at some point in time, it's like, white people, y'all, y'all want to be offended more than we are. Uh, okay, first of all, you can never get mad at a crackhead for taking a job. So that's part one. Stop. That is part one. But second of all, 
it's not Robert Downey Jr.'s fault. If you want to cancel him, we got to get the writer. We got to get the director. We got to get the producer. We got to get the 40 people who work for the production company who said that the script was all right the way it was and that the casting director needs to go to and their assistant because no decision on any set goes through one person and someone says fine. So it's not the mm. actor. It is the 50 people before them that really need to be dealt with. And as far as... Uh, how like it works in the movie. I never saw the movie. I was 10 years old what? when that came out. I was in third grade. I like, I never saw Tropic Thunder. You're really never gonna get me Come to watch on, a movie man. like that. But from what I know from my stupid life and from my stupid degree in black studies, um, <laughs> they use that shit just to project an image. So that way they're in control of how we're perceived. And then when you deal with the fact that Robert Downey Jr. got nominated for a Best Supporting Actor Oscar for that, when how many black men have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor? Um, I, I, One, two, I'm, yeah, I'm a little, I think certain things like that, getting acc accolades in replace of black people that should have gotten uh a, you know exposure the opportunity and whatnot that that's my only reservation but at the same time i'm like he they they brought it up it was a running joke uh like he no one's no one's on uh the, the actor what is that the actor studio and robert downey jr is like well, my best role is when <laughs> when I was in Tropic Thunder and I played a black man who was Australian. For the rest of I his life. Yeah. That's his one Oscar nomination. Yeah. He will yeah. never not he will never be able to extricate himself <laughs> from it. Yeah. That's crazy that that's his one. He could have been, you know, that, that last uh, Iron Man or what was it, Endgame? He could have won for that one. And when that. you think about the age of the people who are voting for the Oscars, yeah. you yeah. can't tell me they weren't like pointing and giggling at like Robert Downey Jr. making the final darky joke to end all darky jokes. I was like, that boy is good. It was like, he needs an Oscar now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wish it would have been me. Ted Danson's probably sitting there saying, I wish it was me. Right. <laughs> Ted Danson. Ted Danson had blackface. Jimmy Fallon. I just. Listen. Yeah, we found Howard dude. Stern. Howard Stern. Yeah. Yep. Who else yeah. did it? Um, Jimmy I mean, Kimmel. He yeah. did. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel did do it. Yep, Carl he sure Malone. did. He played. Uh, he did Carmen. So, yep, he sure did. Yep. She did. Over that. Damn. I mean, I, I mean, at this point, like, I feel like if these white actors are losing. Um, roles, maybe they, they need to stop acting. Like, they're good <laughs> enough. Like, you've made enough money. Like, you we know, don't need to see you do another rom-com. Like, she, you know what I'm saying? clearly having just as good of a time showing her ass on Instagram at the age of 51 with all the dignity in the world. Who is? Sarah Silverman. If that's what uh, my life has come to at 50 yeah. years old, put me on the goddamn train tracks. Like, she's an Emmy-nominated writer and actor, and that's what her life has fucking come to. There's no dignity in this goddamn business. I could just weep. I could just yeah, she fucking was like, weep. Uh, trying to put in on that podcast, sad. right? <laughs> Show some cheeks, listen to my podcast. You can't tell <laughs> me she wanted to do that. You can't tell me she woke up at 51 years old and she said, I need to show everyone my ass this morning. Someone said, hey, you still look all Madonna right. does it. Followers. Madonna does it. Followers. 
That's one yeah. way to get your podcast subscriptions up. Maybe I need to show some cheeks. I'm double cheeked up out here. I might throw show some cheeks to uh to get them subscribers up. I mean, let's go. You think that would increase your follower count? Hey, we about to now. Nah, we, we increase. We get the numbers up. You that know, would be a mass up. exodus like the Bible. I was about to say I can't even imagine Nate being like. Showing the definitely cheeks. not no. <laughs> right. <laughs> it wouldn't be like that. It would be. It would be kind of like me standing in front of the camera, you know, like some boxers on. It's just like, oh, I see Nate's got some thighs. He got some back there. It would be just something simple, like a little Haynes ad, you know. Just oh, you will do one of Michael Jordan. That's what we doing out here, you know, or Jackie. Oh wait, you know, it was that Shaquille O'Neal? I forgot who had that commercial. Shaq had all the commercials, or did they both? Man, but but did. Jordan, Mike had Mike had a yeah, Haynes. Uh, yeah he had Haynes commercial okay, as well. Okay, yeah, first and then Shaq. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man, Shaq got everything. Shaq got fucking Papa John. Mm-hmm. Shaq got insurance. Uh, enough. Shaq he got has enough. You can put on your balls and your feet. Gold bond. Yep. yep. Icy hot. Uh, mm-hmm. He got the printer, shirt. the the Epson printer. Yeah, this man, he's this man. he's he has the ring light. Okay, listen, yep. he has ring all light. of them. Okay, like, what, ten things we done named. Not to mention probably the local businesses he probably has, like a fucking LA or some shit. Why like, not? Shit, he ain't doing nothing everything. else. Where are like the young players with the game like that? Like why? Like why doesn't Steph Curry have fifteen endorsements? Like, because you know that career's about to come to an end, so he needs to get in front of something. I mean, he makes some money with uh, Under Armour. They keeping him cashed out. He has Britta. Uh, he ain't got, got no Shaq things. game. You know, oh, hell no. He ain't on Shaq's level yet. A lot of people ain't on Shaq's level. Shaq out here working. He like. What about the nigga with the eyebrows? What, we need him out more, like anybody. Stop AD. Out, yeah. <laughs> Anthony Davis. to hold AD down and just take a razor. And like shave that motherfucker off, like no, that's his trademark. Like remember when um, Nick Cannon came in there on drum lines? Who who know how to do an uptown fade? Someone needs to do a fucking uptown fade between Anthony Davis's eyebrows, like for real. It's like Nick Cannon had one joke in his whole life. You hey, know, man, I saw, him, on the on this podcast, I saw Matt. him downtown once. He has more security than the motherfucking president. Matt, there will be no Nick Cannon slander on this podcast, okay? He has brought us Drumline. He has brought us Love Don't Cost a Thing. He has brought us the underclassmen. He has brought us some fucking hits. He has brought us rap, rap singles. Like, and he gave Brian Perry hepatitis. He's contributed a lot to society. He has. He brought us wildin' out. You know, you can't talk shit. I mean, his his rap career. Oh yeah, wildin' out. That little piece of art. That little cultural <laughs> phenomenon. He brought us wearing suits and turbans, making it cool. Okay. <laughs> okay, that I did appreciate because I don't always want to do my hair. Yeah. Listen, you, the man has lupus. Let him live because he's trying to live too. Stopping him from knocking people up. Jesus Christ. That dick ain't got no autoimmune disease. I feel like he's like, all right, I know mm-hmm. I only got so many years. Let me make all the kids that hey. I can make. <laughs> When's the last time you heard of somebody dying of lupus? Like what, 1849? That yeah, I ain't never I heard. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't. Uh, I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. I, I gotta do more research on um, what is, I know Trick Daddy I'm has pretty sure he's gonna be fine <laughs> with all that money I mean he, he can afford to take care what's, what's yeah, another child I mean, when you have multiple baby mamas and not all of them have their own money your shit disappears real fast hey man he ain't hurting he owns Nickelodeon uh, they you know, oh come on they he ain't hurting an or the CEO of Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon I should come say. on you know come he on. ain't hurting you know he ain't hurting and plus BT and uh, VH1, they be playing drumline like every fucking night. Um, so I mean, he getting all the residuals from that shit, you know. And I feel like I watch it every time it comes on, even though I fucking own it. Well, it's a good ass fucking movie. I'm you know, sorry, he was your first drumline. crush, and you're still coming to terms with it. No, that's what it sounds like to me. Not at all. I'm just saying, drumline is a dope ass. So Nick like Cannon when you're movie. watching Drumline, do you ever think about sharing a one bedroom apartment with Nick Cannon? Not at all. And like cooking Not with him? At- and like putting too much wine in the spaghetti sauce no. and just looking deep into his eyes no. and wondering what he sees when he looks at yours. You ever think about no. that when you're watching Drumline Nate? So I'm starting I don't know where you are going with this or what you are seeing. Well, it's not a type of party. I can just appreciate that he makes quality cinema that has got some of us who are Teenage and college years. I can, I can appreciate what Nick did. I can appreciate okay. it. I can appreciate the brother. But now it's time to. that we uh, keep this appreciate another ladies bills. Yes, let's appreciate another sponsor. Why don't we? Another ad. We appreciate you, sponsors. Okay. It's time for a sweet tart. You really been tidying it up. In 10 years. You said what? Oh man, I love those. Yeah, this is the um the sweethearts chewies. I thought oh, they man. stopped making that when they stopped making Fresca and Santa. Like, where Ooh. are you getting this shit? Like, what time machine are you buying sweethearts from? I don't see them at Seven Eleven. I honestly think you bought like a giant bag from like Costco. No. In like 1999, and you're just like living off of that. They're right by the shop cart at 7-Eleven. I feel like some of the gas station candies are just outdated and expired, and then they're they're just like stacking them and and purchasing them and and getting all of the the residual money, like the extra money for buying old candy and stuff. Oh yeah, because like who is buying the peanuts at 7-Eleven? Who the fuck is worried about a high protein snack? Like them, they've been sitting there a couple years. Three they years. Got a date. Look, it's a date right here. Two thousand and one. Twenty one. Check the dates and you're good, man. Twenty years old, I promise you. You're so it's so delicious. You know, Adrian, you, have, you literally have like the appetite of a nine year old. Bro. You popped like, Eddie. Like you just got an A on your spelling test, and that's why you feel like you deserve sweet tarts. He was like, ah, score. Bro, man. <laughs> I've eaten candy, bro. I'm a candy. I got M&M's around here, Twizzlers. I, be, I just have candy. Like, I like candy. Adrian's like, I model. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> Adrian's like, I don't eat like a swine, a peasant. <laughs> I don't. I don't lean towards candy. Candy for me is uh, raisins and cranberries. That's raisins. candy. Cranberries right. are good. Craisins. I fuck up some craisins. 
I guess. That sounds GMO-y. Like, I feel like I'd grow a third arm and not a fun one. I Yeah, I do not like <laughs> the hybrid mixture of food because it, it was clearly done in a science lab. So. I'm the only mixed thing that needs to be in my kitchen. Ooh. They're just dry cranberries. We just need some basic ingredients around here. Like, I'll figure out how to season it and make it fun. Like, we don't, I don't know. I don't trust them. Speaking of eating. Cranberries. <laughs> All right, let's get back to this. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. Let's get this uh, next topic brought up here. Man, it's hard out here on the, uh, the dating scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I see red, it ain't dead. 53% of people claim how um, you like your steak cooked is a deal breaker. Dating, there's a lot of people out here who are apparently uh, not going on second dates for folks who uh, got a little bit too much red in their steak. Fucking shallow as fuck. That's your biggest determinant. Like that's really where you feel like you know everything about them. That's the line, man. (laughs) So, what is your preferred steak order in someone else? Do they have to get the same thing you do? Yeah, I don't, I don't get that at all. That's, that's not equating into me not wanting to talk to someone because of the fact that he orders a different, a, a cooked steak than what I would prefer. I, I mean, think. if I was a woman, I would want a guy who liked his steak seared on both sides because I know he'd eat my pussy on my period. Ooh. But like, when I really think about it, who cares? But yeah, I look at I, it. yeah. I feel like there's two ways you can go with this. <clears throat> the only way I would be like, okay, I can't talk to this person is if one, the steak is, is just rare because um, you're a serial killer. Um, or if you're just out here like on some, I'm doing a, a fucking well done steak. I'm, I'm, I might not just like not talk to you. But I'm, I'm mm-hmm. talking shit about you. I mean, that's a hockey club at that point. Well, because at that point, just why didn't you ask for a burger? Like, you really don't <laughs> want to have, like, a nice meal, so just order the $14 thing, please. Yeah, yeah, that makes no sense to me. Like, I'm not a steak eater, but I know very well you're not Ooh. supposed to You're not supposed to eat steak well done. Like, oh, that's not. that's a no-no. I, I know that for sure. Like, you're not supposed to do that. So, so let me ask you this, Matt. So, Adrian, I guess you're disqualified since you're not a steak. Okay. I'll ask you too, because you pro- have you ever had steak? You've probably had steak at some point in time in your life, right? Adrian? Or um, You've maybe, had a before. Maybe once. All maybe. right, so never mind, Adrian. I'm going to disqualify you from this one. So, Matt, um, how do you like your steak? I will typically order it medium rare or medium. Okay. It's not bad. Not bad because not bad. it always cooks a little bit more like than what... Yep. Like, After, yeah. yeah. That's true. It's definitely still cooking while it's on that plate and when it gets to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not so much on the rare side. I'm definitely like a medium, medium well, you know, bring that thing on out. You know, medium that's well. Out. So you like it brown all the way except for pink in the tip. Yeah. I mean, little, in the middle, excuse me, not the middle. middle. Yeah, a little pink in the middle, you know, just a little pink. <laughs> ain't, nothing wrong with, ain't nothing wrong with a little pink, you know? <laughs> Generally Sinful. speaking, yeah. Sinful. Yeah, it's supposed to be, like... I think it's like medium. You're supposed to do medium. I don't know about medium rare, but at the same yeah, time, I'm not I'm not going to judge you. 
because Less, I'm, judged. I'm judged. So, sometimes I, it's sort of medium rare is just sort of like wearing a fur coat. I just like the comfort of being reminded that something died for me. Ah, uh, you know, I mean, it's about the experience. I'm yeah, the fuck out of you. And it's like every time I go to like a hibachi restaurant, it's always like a gang of niggas there, and it's always that one nigga that's like, yeah, I want like the hibachi steak, but I don't want no vegetables. I just want only chicken and my rice, and I want my meat well done. Mm-hmm. Like, I have legit seen them be like, cook it more, nigga. Like, no, cook it again. And the, even the chef is like, bro, I can't cook it any. This is going to be He's perfect. like. Like, he's like, nigga, this is as well done as it's going to get. Like, niggas be liking they fucking uh, steaks as fucking as black as my fucking hoodie. Like, nigga, like, grow up. Like some people don't want to be happy. State. Like get a fucking burger, like you said. <laughs> well, okay, but there there's some people that truly just like spending money to show someone else that they have it, and so yeah. they're gonna go there and show their ass, and that is their right and their privilege because they have a small dick and come in a minute, and they're just telling everybody. <laughs> like, can we be can can we be adults about like? Just, just be a, an adult and a grown-up person. Like you, I like nobody is is checking for you when you are going out to eat. Except this is all in your head. This is all so, in your head. You, I, I agree. Here's some things that I will say are some deal breakers. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, I, like from when I was single, I guess if okay, I put here here are the deal breakers. But I'm not gonna say like um, how you order your steak. But again, so like if we. If we go to a restaurant and it's some shit, a, a nice restaurant, and you don't want to try anything, you lean towards the burger or you lean towards the chicken strips, you lean towards the bullshit that you can get anywhere, mm-hmm. those would be deal breakers for me. That would be like, uh, that's a strike. Those are the women um, who just lay there. Yeah. <laughs> or like if we go. Do to what like, you want. If we go to like. A- <laughs> No, don't be the dead fish. You can't be the dead fish. Or the people like, if we go to like a fish restaurant, like a seafood spot, and you order like the chicken, like this is a fucking seafood spot. Why are you ordering chicken? Like, don't be that person. Like, order what their specialty is. You know, like, I hate those fucking people. So shit like that would be like, okay, this person, I don't know if we're going to work out. You mm-hmm. know, those are the deal breakers. But not how you order your steak, you know. What's a deal breaker for you, Matt? Well... I don't want to eat on the date because if I'm trying to fuck, I ain't, you know, trying to get, I ain't trying to meet no mac and cheese. You're not trying to be full. Yeah, full. So, like, I don't, trying to eat first is really a problem for me. Like, we can go worry about eating after everybody's got their nut and sort of figured out what they need for the evening and can think straight. I, yeah, same. I'm always like, I was always confused about that. Like, after you eat, then you want to get sexy with. No, I don't. I want to go take a. I'm shit. bloated. I drank three beers. Get off I mean, of me. You know, it's, hey, it's like I gotta feed you first because you know you're not gonna want to fuck on an empty stomach. You're gonna be like, I'm hungry. I'm too hungry to fuck. You know, some people is like, no, I want to eat first. You know. Or you might go into the under it with the intentions of you ain't getting none anyway, so I want to eat. So well, that's I'm generally speaking, that. yeah. You know. Generally speaking, I'll like if I'm eating and I'm like, and I don't fuck with you, I'm like, nigga, I'm about to really eat. Can I get a? 
<laughs> I guess deal breakers for me are people who don't know how to tip. I get really mad when people are really shitty tippers. Yeah. Because yeah. I like to go places multiple times and like I like to just like have a comfortable like sort of relationship with like my favorite restaurants. Yeah. And I don't want to have to come back to a comedy club or a bar or a restaurant that I go to a lot and have to apologize for somebody Agreed. the next time when they're not around. Like that's Agreed. that nigga that don't tip. You know what it is? I also don't like people, I don't like over complainers, like about their food, about their food. Like you, if you ordered something, like unless they forgot something or, or like, oh, didn't it come with this or whatever have you like, okay, that's fine. But when you're sitting here literally picking at every fucking thing like mm -hmm. uh -uh, this ain't what i asked for i asked for i asked for this to be medium with with no chives on it it's so all like chives just yeah. complain okay. after <laughs> i've gotten my stuff complain yeah. after i've gotten my food I, yeah <laughs> i'm okay with just removing whatever i don't like onto mm -hmm. the side like you don't have to bring my whole fucking plate back yeah, like, no, like you don't have a dog plate. or a friend on unemployment that'll take that shit. Like, come on. I kind of yeah. want a new plate. I kind of want a new plate. You if, want a new plate? If I'm allergic to the shit that's on there. Okay, allergic. Uh, okay, being allergic is I different. But majority of food allergies, I don't want to date you. That's I actually want a new place. I'm just saying. If you're such if, a bitch that you just can't fucking leave your house and eat, I don't want to talk to you. Also, if you have asthma, grow the fuck up. There's Grow stuff. the motherfucker up. You're 35 and you have asthma. If you're looking like a puffer fish. Off, shut the fuck up. Oh my God. I hate you. <laughs> you can't eat peanuts. You're black and you can't eat peanuts. George Washington Carver invented peanuts. I I hate food allergies. Oh my God. You out here. You out here hating on niggas I can't breathe. <laughs> what a bitch. If I had food allergies, my mother would not have kept me. Like I'm being dead ass serious. I'm being like, oh, he swells and eats strawberries. Anybody want this mix, baby? Like it would have been that fast. I put it like this, Adrian. Because you know some things like uh, like onions, strong as fuck. Capers, strong onion, like garlic, strong as fuck. So if it's like, I, I, like, look, man, take that shit off. Like, and again, don't don't be talking to him like you sense. Like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, excuse me. Um, you know, I asked for no onions. You know, it makes my food. The rest of it tastes like onions. Can I have? You don't know onions. Be nice about it, but you know if you're talking shit to them, then you know if they hock a little loogie in your shit, that's on you. If an onion ruins your night, you are not gonna have fun with me. <laughs> hey man, I like my food the way I like it. If I said no onions, I want no onions. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like it'll be okay. We're we're talking about fine dining versus McDonald's. Now, if they said <laughs> if you're going to a, a fine restaurant. I'm sure majority of the time they're pretty meticulous. If it's something like very uh, like blatant, I'm sure they're they're, they're going to be like, "Oh my god, you did say blah blah blah. My bad, I'm sorry." But if it's something Damn, really right, small, bad. like, Garcon. "Oh my god, is that parsley on my mashed potatoes?" <laughs> I I asked for no parsley on my mashed potatoes. Are you serious mean. right now? Like that. Blow that shit off your mashed potatoes and eat your fucking mashed potatoes. I also find there's a lot less of the nonsense about food ever since I stopped dating white people. Once I just sort of, because their moms listen to them when they're picky. 
and like nobody cares, <laughs> especially not me. I mean, I'm a picky per I'm a picky eater, but at the same time, I know what I like. I also like to experiment as well. I'm picky to um to a point. Like I know what I don't I won't eat or won't try, and I'll I know what I'll try. Like I'm a I'm a I I eat seafood. I eat seafood and I'll lean toward if I see a new dish that has seafood in it. I'm going to try it. If, if I ask you if yeah. there's anything you can't eat and then it becomes like a conversation item, I'm out. Like if it's like so that long you to where you can like discuss it the same way you could your day at work, out. Honestly. Again, yeah, again, they're, they're, they're like, I, I'll eat meat every so often Ooh. if I have a, a taste for something. But again, I, I know I'm not going to eat meat, so I'm not going to lean into some shit that I know right. I'm going to have to be like, well, there's meat on my plate. I don't want any meat. Yeah. You're not walking into the situation. You're not going to Fogo to chow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why would I do that? That's asinine for somebody that doesn't lean, doesn't eat meat like they that. They got a salad you know? bar, though. They got a really good salad Fuck out of here. Stop it. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just saying you, you know, don't go to Fogo the Child to, to go, hey, where's your salad bar? You don't do that. Do. How much you want to bet? There's at least that one nigga that goes in there only eats the fucking salad. There's at yeah, least one. Just so they can be, have roughage when they shit, so they can so they can clean their <laughs> their system out. Fuck. That's a lot of meat. It is, man. You walk out of uh, fucking Fogo the Child with the meat sweats, boy. Every time I get out of there, I feel like I gotta like undo my belt. Like it's it's just it's a problem, and it's delicious. It's like I just can't stop turning my card over. I'm like, man, the waiter's passing you sweaty napkins. Like, here's your sweat napkin, sir. No, it's like no, the Whitney like Houston concert. <laughs> <laughs> I do have questions though, man, about them pants because I'm just like, y'all just got like fucking gauchos like in the back like this, like these little hammer pants for for these niggas. Like, it's, it's, it's for them to air out their balls and keep their their balls circulated. Like, come on. I would, I will legit be doing like hammer dances. Like I'm bringing the meat to you like with a dance on the steak and shit. Like like uh, Vin Rames, we got the meats. Oh, we got the meat from the army commercial. Yeah. I was like, that voice sounds familiar. I was like, God damn. We have the meats. Yeah, that's like, him. Jody. Jody. <laughs> that's what I be thinking about and shit. Hey nigga, I'm about to cook. You want some? With uh Vin Rames. <laughs> Hey man, Venus, man, Holiday Heart. I just always look back to like that movie. I just be like this nigga was fucking hilarious, and, and the, the fucking ending always pisses me the fuck off. Like a fucking Holiday Heart. It just, I don't know. Y'all seen Holiday Heart? Yeah, I think I missed that one. Man, you be missing all the fucking movies, man. I haven't like, seen anything made after 1980. I'm busy. God damn it, man. Which is understandable. Like, stop, stop shaming the youngins, okay? I, I can't help that. Young. I just, you know, everywhere I go, it's like 1964. Uh, I'm just man. an old Vegas hack in a shimmery jacket, and I will not apologize for it. Hey, let's go, Rat Pack. Let's go, Rat Pack. There you go. Young. Yo. You know the old joke, I dress like a couch because I want you on top of me. I just mm. You know what it is. I have never heard that joke. Say that one again. Dress like a couch because I want you. On I dress like a couch because I want you on top of me. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to save that one for later. I feel like dress like a couch. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why yeah. that shit has holes in it. I think we got. <laughs> I think we got uh, one more ad. The last ad of the show. Let's get that thing rolling. We'll be right back. This Lakers game, CP. I don't know what's going on with him and his shoulder. I feel like these niggas be faking when they be on the ground. I'd be like, man, did y'all really get hurt? Like, They're getting ready for that post uh, post NBA acting career. Man, I feel like all of them are just ready and just they're they're gonna be top notch like award winning actors for real. The way that they flop <laughs> is unbelievable. They're gonna be the new analysts. It's gonna be Chris Paul. It's gonna be LeBron. Uh, you're gonna see Carmelo up there and probably fucking D Wade. Mm-hmm. They're gonna replace the fucking TNT crew. They're gonna be the old niggas up there uh, talking shit. <laughs> we gonna hear LeBron. Yeah, I had all these rings. You know, LeBron gonna be on that shit. He gonna be talking that king shit. I opened up a school. I left Cleveland and came back. Won a ship and then left again. Won another ship. <laughs> like, <laughs> how you, how would you feel though? Like, if you was the only nigga in your crew, the two niggas that never won a ring. Like, if I'm D Wade and I'm LeBron. I'm I'm not like talking shit, but I'm talking shit to like Carmelo and CP3. I'm like, yeah, that's what that's what they do to Charles Barkley all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like these rings is kind of heavy on these fingers. You wouldn't know nothing about. If that. Wade had a ring, he wouldn't be so nice to that kid. <laughs> I'd be like, man, you said what? If Wade had a ring, he wouldn't be so nice to that kid. He's got a ring. Wade has like three. Yeah, rings. he has three. Compared. No, no, I thought I thought you said if he hadn't had a ring. Sorry, Paul I didn't hear it. Doesn't have a ring. No, Carmella I thought does. you just said he didn't. No, no, I said out of the th- out of the four, it's Wade and LeBron that have rings. Carmelo, Chris Paul, and yeah, and Chris Carmelo. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Right? I mean, but you know, if I'm Melo, I, I got Lala, so you know, that's you know, that's my wife. You know, I'm I'm, I'm okay not having a ring. Honey Nut Cheerios. Anyway. Man. Woo. <laughs> that would have been an epic fight. Oh, man. That would have been Welcome fun. back, Matt. Adrian, you know what time it is. It's time for the final, the final topic. topic. The final topic. A lot of uh, crazy things go on in Uber, mm-hmm. you know, and we found a couple of uh, those things that have been lost or left behind. Uh, we pulled up like five of uh, top five things that people left behind. Uh, number one, ankle monitor. Let's roll through these. Let me pull it up. That's the number one thing people leave. That uh, <laughs> they said that was left. Uh, ankle monitors. I got it right here. A tooth, uh, two, yes, a tooth, a tooth. Um, which falling out. It was it. It was in my pocket and seems yeah. seemed to have fallen out. Wow. I'm thinking of a specific comedian right now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we start no shit. Don't say no names. Oh three. no, I was raised properly. I talk about people behind their backs. Number three, twenty-two bunt cakes, a pan of mac and cheese. 
I just got a question. Like, for that one, I'm keeping the mac and cheese. If I'm not Uber, then fuck them bun cakes. But, you know, if, it, if the mac and cheese looks good... I'll sell that bun cake. How, yeah, do, you, that how do you put on that shit in a car and then just forget about it? Like, because that's work to that's put it in. Cake. Maybe they had to go to the restroom. The purpose of that food. But if you're the Uber driver, you knew they had that shit in the back of that car. That Uber driver was hungry as fuck. He was like, nah, my man, I got to slide out, got these bun cakes. You know, Adrian, you're right. I'm selling bun cakes. You know, either that or I'm giving them to the homeless. I'm my selling man, them. You hungry? Here's a mm. bun cake, chief. You know, I used cakes. to sell bunk cakes when I was younger. Hey, <laughs> different kind of bunk cake. Uh, number four, a little purple hair bonnet. I mean, you know, it might be driving all the sisters around. You know, she had to get her hair straight on her way to work. You know, she was probably going on a date. Maybe she's going to see her boo. You know? I have a problem with with bonnets being worn outside, but that's you a do. different story. What's your yes. take on it? I I despise people. I I feel like I'm definitely the bonnet police where I <laughs> I'm just like I'm looking and just trying to stare you down. Like now you know you're not supposed to be wearing that bonnet outside like that. Come on. You pulling up on the BPD. So you're telling me you do your hair to go to CVS? This no, I don't do my hair. This I, I don't do my hair, but at the so same like, time, I don't give a fuck. And I'm not throwing on no bonnet. I would I I didn't do shit to my hair today. So let me ask you this question. Let's let's go back. So let me ask you this question there. So if you're the bonnet police, does this mean you are the do-rag police and the pajama police and, this, and, and the, the house shoes police? police? Are those all wrapped up in the same category? Listen, if uh, I think you can wear house shoes out depending on where you where you are like if you go into the grocery store like to the corner store and you're wearing house shoes okay but put if you're going slippers. put on some sneakers yeah uh, it depends on how those house shoes look as well because you can you can just those some of those house shoes actually look like flip-flops to me so but if they're house shoes and you leave the house they're not house shoes. Wearing them around the house again. They're no longer no, outside. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But but Those at the same shoes. time, but at the same time, you you you've definitely worn house shoes and walked to get your mail I outside. Not. I put on flip-flops. My oh, okay. two pairs of house shoes and they stay in the house. I'm like, I'm trying to prove a point. You just like, <laughs> actually, no, nigga, that is I not don't what I do. Shoes because to me, it feels like I'm appropriating Asian culture. Like, it just doesn't seem like something I should be doing. Uh, like, to me, I don't know. It reminds me of like this Vietnamese guy my mom used to date. And it's like, I don't wear no house shoes. That's that's him. Uh, oh, no, it just seems like long list of things <laughs> that are none of my business. I hang out in flip flops at home. But at the same time, are you wearing a robe to a grocery store? Hell no. Are you wearing a robe to Hell Walgreens? Hell no. No. Hell I don't think no. I own a robe because I've got Hugh Hefner. I have a robe. <laughs> I mean, I do feel like, like I was always told, like you couldn't wear, you shouldn't wear your do rag outside the house because it was Oops. like, you know, just just look presentable and shit like that. Then I was like, all right, fuck it. Fifty Cent has a do rag. I'm gonna fit it, and now I'm wearing my do rag like that. But, you know, I mean, hey, let people do what they want to do. Number five, a bulletproof vest. Someone left a fucking bulletproof vest 
in the car or they Uber. They probably got shot when they got out because they forgot they vest. <laughs> in the name of fuck that job. I literally, I was just about to say, um, if I was that Uber driver, I'd been like, thank God this nigga left this bulletproof vest because I need it for myself. Shit. Legit, I'm keeping that shit. This like, car's my um, retirement now. Shit. Thanks. Yeah. I'm up and ready, but it's like, you forgot your vest at the game. Like, <laughs> like the first one to die was a nigga Clarence because he didn't fucking bring his vest. Like, come on, nigga. Like, how you forget your vest? Like, why aren't you wearing your vest? Why is your vest just freely just chilling? Like, you should show up to the job with the vest on already. Like, come on, nigga, don't be caught lacking. Like, I mean, and I've, it's crazy because I've driven Uber for Uber, and I'm sure y'all have been in an Uber or a Lyft. Mm-hmm. And it's some crazy shit, man. Like, I've, I've, I've seen some shit. I found money uh, left in the whip. Um, I found phones. Um, I found drugs. Um, none that I would do. Um, that's why I didn't keep them. Um, and you didn't call but... me. <laughs> I was like, oh, not my drug of choice. So I don't want this. Um, I've had niggas in the back of the car trying to actually do like coke. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, let me let you out. This is not this type of vehicle, you know. So I mean, it's been some crazy moments. Like, have y'all had some crazy moments or left anything in an Uber? I've gotten in a car accident in an Uber. Like somebody, I I was just, I'm on my way to my destination and this nigga was literally trying to do a left turn, trying to make a left turn on the latest light, the latest part, part of the red signal. And I was like, oh, you're a brave one for that one. And he really, I was like, you a brave one for that one in my head. And as I'm saying this in my head, Boom. I was like, nigga, did we just get hit? Oh. So we wait. just got hit. Did they ask you to be a witness? Were you a character witness for Uber? <laughs> no, what happened was police came. Uh police came. He was all up in the, the car. I was like, yeah, nigga, I'm I'm back here. Uh <laughs> can I help you? Like I'm I, I have no idea what just happened. They questioned your ass like you was driving. I was like, nigga, I'm the passenger. He like rolled up. He like, he doing the old roll the uh, window down motion. I was like, uh, yes. Talking to him? I, I got the fuck out the car. And I was like, let me go ahead and order me another Uber. Right. Like, where's the location? I'm by the Uber in a crash. <laughs> the accident on the highway. You'll see the police. Like, that's... That's some crazy ass shit. What about you, Matt? You ever, um... If I did, I was so drunk, I don't remember whatever I left. Like, you know, if it's gone, it's gone. I was, you know, I really enjoyed the earliest part of my 20s, if you understand what I'm telling you. So, you know, there's just a lot of shit, responsibilities, and morals that went missing amongst objects. So, like, oh. Respect. I'm just gonna say probably. Yeah, respect. I can appreciate that. Honey, I, live, I do not remember. I don't know. <laughs> so the, uh, the flip side to the Uber, uh, there was one more thing. Adrian, you got that um, that last one? Mm-mm. 
I uh, oh, yeah. half a dozen Ubers and kept my 4.9 rating though. God bless. God bless. Oh, really? Either out a window or like immediately after they drop me off or I'm like, you need to let me out at the next lighter. This is going to be expensive for both of us. Like <laughs> I've thrown up everywhere. Ask any of my friends and be like, do you remember that time you threw up on California and Ogden? I'm like, that party was fun. Like I, I've thrown I've, up everywhere. I've had someone throw up in my Uber and it was the worst experience ever because she was drunk as fuck and her homies were like, Oh, bro, we'll go to like a Walmart 24 hours. I'm like, damn right you will. And they went to Walmart, fucking came out with Clorox. They cleaned, scrubbed my shit. I was like, great. Dropped them off. As soon as she got out, she threw up on her homie. He was pissed. Got her to the door. She threw up again, fell in the bush. And I was like, God damn. Took pictures, still charged their ass. I was like, Yeah, you're supposed to still charge them. 150 Mm -hmm. out their ass. I'm like, let me fucking throwing up in here. God damn it. I pissed a little bit in the Uber. What? <laughs> we was a little bit. How just did- just a little bit. First of all, you know, us ladies, we we so quick to pee anywhere and everywhere, okay? Especially when we drinking up a storm. We we on Lakeshore Drive and I was like, hey my man, uh, can we get off any stop? Cause uh I have to go to the bathroom. He was like, We're almost there. I was like, <laughs> oh, so I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, so you didn't hear what I just said. We're on DuSable Drive. That will never be. That. that will never happen, by the Call way. The right Did you? Name, yeah, we're, we're never calling it DuSable Drive, okay? Never. We were on, no, we were on Lakeshore Drive, and I was like, can you get off right now? Because it's about to go down. And he, he he literally we're he he got off the ramp, he merged off the ramp. He's like, I was just like, take a moment right here. He's like, Well, can I get off? I was like, nah, I'm gonna need you to stop right here. I was like, I'm peeing. I am peeing right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you know what? just pull over. You can drive me off at home. No, I got I got out though. I literally I did like one of them open up. I opened up the door <laughs> while he was still trying to slow down, and I was like, "Duck move!" <laughs> I did so one of duck moves did and pee while I did that. What'd you say? Did he surcharge your ass? Hell yeah, he surcharged. And then I stopped using Uber for like three years. <laughs> I would too. You self banned yourself. He was like, "Yeah, can't be taking these Ubers. I have a tendency to pee in the back." And then, and then three years, I literally. Maybe like a couple months ago, I was like, let me open up this Uber app and see if they still got that 150. They go free. Let's go. <laughs> they fucking, your rating, your last rating was like, oh, yeah, she peed in the car. Zero stars. What if <laughs> like, that driver has like a new stereo- stereotype now where he thinks tall black girls piss on people? Yeah. <laughs> what if, like, what if he just has a new stereotype that makes no sense? What if your worst rating followed you? Like, it was like, damn, like, she pees in the seat. Like, no matter how many trips you had, it was like, your worst rating is, like, she might pee in your seats or this person throws up. Like, what if that shit just follows you every fucking ride? I feel like every year you should, like, get a clean slate for me. You should be like, I've grown. Right, exactly. <laughs> just just have an interview with uh, Uber and be like, hey, 
I am a better person now, and I would like the chance to redeem myself. Can I get those points back? So, Adrian, um, do you go to the bathroom before you get in your Ubers now? We need to check off this list to make sure, you know, we can give up, get rid of this rating. Before <laughs> and after. <laughs> so, no, I no longer pee in the car. But, you know, along like the other side of the whole Uber thing, I like the Uber Eats. You know, because I've always had the sneaky suspicion that um, they've, like, eaten your shit um, or they either just take off and don't ever bring it to you. And this fucking uh, tweet confirmed it. Um, Uber Eats driver um, sent this AG. Uh, this your Uber Eats driver, Dre. I ain't gonna cap this line long as shit. On oh, my mama, just gonna cancel this joint. You can fix you some smoked sausages and some. My fault. What the fuck? I don't want no damn smoked sausages. <laughs> I love it. He's like, you can get this at the corner store for $6. Good night. <laughs> he was like, hey, man, them smoked sausages be hitting with a blunt, chief. Go ahead and get that. You don't need this McDonald's. <laughs> I have ordered Uber Eats so many times, stoned out of my mind and fallen asleep before they got there. And just taken the charge and just, you know, enjoyed it. Same. So many nah, times. So nah, many times. I'm not asleep on no Uber Eats. Like, I done paid 35 motherfucking dollars for this shit. I'm going to eat every little bit of it. I'm not sleeping on the 55 fucking dollar surcharges that they always hit you with. And you know what the worst part of, of it, Matt, is when you wake up and you see the text of the picture of your food. <laughs> downstairs and you're just like <laughs> damn it's like when you're asleep when your booty call texts you and you ain't been laid in a long time and it's just like jesus hates me he died on the cross for me but that nigga's pissed black jesus is angry <laughs> at me tonight oh we does not want you to to eat or be happy okay like the worst kid in the world but look man i'm i'm not going to i'm, I'm just not I can't do it. The surcharges are too fucking high. But again, I, I, I legit feel like like if you order some shit from like, maybe a roof crib, maybe a, a cheesecake fast, something that they really want, you're not getting that shit. There's been a couple orders that I didn't get in the restaurant, but we delivered it. I'm like, nigga, he ain't show up. So now I need you to give me, I need a, I need a whole new order. Like DoorDash, please send my food out again. I want a credit. Niggas legit be like, oh, this nigga got Benny Hanna's. Like, hey, boo, we got Benny's tonight. Like, not delivering this shit. I be like, fuck it. I don't need this job. I got Benny's. You know? Angry as hell. You angry as hell. Bitter bitch. I'm just saying, you don't be... Okay, well, let me ask you this question. So, Adrian, if it was like your favorite spot, you already like, I don't give a fuck about this job. You've been out all night. You done made your, your little hundred dollars, whatever your cap was. And you're like, fuck it. I can go to Uber Eats. I can go to Grubhub. I don't need DoorDash. And it's your favorite restaurant. Are you not taking that food? I mean, no. I just, I, that's just not what I do. Uh, you because if you don't need the job and you've made all the money you wanted to, why don't you just fucking buy your own goddamn dinner? Yeah. Because your Matt don't is, make no sense. Matt, it's already in your car. It's smelling good. The, look at the brown and so bread. is a cum stain. Are you going to go lick it? Like, come on. First of all, it's not the same thing. Think of it this way. The brown bread from Cheesecake Factory smells so good. you like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to eat this nigga's bread. Okay, you, know, you must have saying. taken being college broke emotionally 
because you are still thinking like a 22 year old who has an empty pantry. Like I'm just saying, man. Hey, look, man. If it's a Friday night, I'm out, and a nigga orders wing stop, I might eat his wing stop, or at least I'm taking like two wings. I'm like, sorry, bro. I know you ordered ten, but you it does eight. not take much to entice you. I think I think every DoorDash delivery person has to weigh under 160 pounds now. I'm nervous about you, fat motherfuckers, trying to get in on my shit. Fuck. <laughs> hey, man, you be out there driving. I'm like, man, these wings smell good. You know, I got the Louisiana rub. I'm taking like two of your wings. I'm just saying. And then you know what? See, I'm helping you out because you're gonna call the restaurant, you're gonna call Uber Eats Mad or whatever. They're gonna give you a credit. So your next meal, you're getting a discount. I'm doing you a favor. I'm like Robin Hood of Uber Eats. I'm eating some of your shit and you're getting a credit. So your next meal is discounted. Everybody You know wins. what? Take my diarrhea. Take my diarrhea. Thank you. I didn't want it. Enjoy it. Everybody wins. I I, I could leave a review. I'm like, you wouldn't like it anyways, Chief. Like this shit was garbage. It was cold. Get your money back. <laughs> you know, that would be me. I'm like, you know, this is what it is. You know, that's just me. But yo, we have coming to uh, the end of a dope episode. Definitely appreciate you uh, for being on here, Matt. You got anything you want to uh, shout out? What you got coming up, bro? Oh yeah, no. Miss Brown is in town. I got a bunch of stuff coming up all the way put that through. On a shirt, man. Um, uh, on May 30th, I'll be at Comedy Bar at 5.30 doing all new material. Um, and then I have a oh, bunch yeah. of stuff coming up at Lincoln Lodge, um, which is, is one of my favorite venues to work at in the new location. It's so much fun, the location in Milwaukee. I'm going to be there June 2nd, June 17th, June 25th, and June 26th. Hey. So... Out here working. We got some stuff coming up, and then I'm gonna be at Comedy Bar again on July 7th. Um, we're getting some Laugh Factory and Zanies happening again, and we will let you know more details as they come along. And you'll find them all on my social media, which will always be Ms. Brown Comedy on Instagram, MsBrownComedy.com. You gotta put that on a shirt, man. Miss Brown's coming to town. Like that's some merch. You got that's got to be your merch, man. Yeah. Um. The merch is either gonna be Miss Brown's coming to town or Down to Clown with Miss Brown. And I already Ooh. Have- do both, man. Do both. I like shit. that. Mm-hmm. I really do. I like that. Because why wouldn't you want to wear a gay feature act T-shirt? You know, just carry it around with you everywhere you go. Use it as a rag. Send me one. I'll wear it. Send send us two. I'll send you two larges and you can sew them together. That's fine. That that is fine. You know, you skinny motherfuckers, you taking shots. It's okay. Sorry, they're going to be designed for gay men, so they'll come in extra small, extra, extra small. Uh, Come on, Matt. Those are the three sizes. Come on, Matt. What about the big gays? Don't you got some bears? Come on, man. What about the big brothers? Someone else has bears. I do not have bears. I don't attract Uh, bears. I attract bees. Ooh, yeah. I heard that. I'm not mad at Gay you. Gay guys who like Beyonce come to see me, okay? That's I'm not mad at you. I'll just get a shirt and put it on a flag, and I'll be like, yes, down the clown with Miss Brown. What, anything you got, Boogie, that you want to shout out? No, absolutely. No, this was an absolute fun, fun time. I absolutely enjoyed Miss Brown, Matt Brown, yeah, out yeah. here killing it as, as always. And I love. His angles, his makeup. I love the the way that he does all of that goodness, the contour, if you will. The blend. Always top notch, and I appreciate. 
every time I see him. So Definitely. yeah, we both do a lot of work to keep these eyebrows prepared for the. American Let's Republic. go. Really Tell, please let them know. Please. There's do red. Have... There's wax. There's angry women from countries I can't identify, and they're the reason I look all right. <laughs> exactly. And all right is the strongest word I can use when the lights are this bright. Ooh. Y'all do have the best brows uh, in the game. Shout out to the uh, No Sleep crew. Please like, subscribe on all podcast platforms. We appreciate y'all for checking in. Definitely follow uh, Matt on everything at Miss Brown Comedy. We appreciate y'all. Let's get up on out of here. It's been another dope episode of Late Night with Nate. I'm your boy, Nate. And I'm Adrian. Thank you so much. Peace. Bye, y'all.